Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chapter 4 of the PT Side Hustle podcast series. Today's podcast is brought to you by FreshBooks. They are offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com slash HWS and enter healthy, wealthy, and smart in the how did you hear about us section. So get onto Facebook. It's free for a month and start getting your finances in order. Okay. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about a skill that everyone needs, especially if you're going to, in the beginning stages of your PT side hustle, if you're about ready to break free from your full-time job and go full-time on your own. And then if you've been years and years as a full-time entrepreneur, you need this skill. So what is the skill? The skill is being able to network. Networking with people is something that's going to get your name around town. It's going to be something that's going to get you clients. So you need to be able to network. And when it comes to networking, that means you actually have to talk to people. You have to go out in your communities and meet people. And we all know that there are people who are introverts. There are people who are extroverts. And then there's that group of people which actually makes up two-thirds of the population. And those are your ambiverts. Your ambiverts are people who are kind of somewhere in the middle, They're not super outgoing, but they're not super introverted either. So how do you know if you're an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert? Well, I will, this will be in the show notes at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. There is a test that was developed by Daniel Pink, author of the book To Sell as Human, and he was also a speaker at the private practice section a couple of years ago in Orlando. And it is a link... I'll have it in the podcast notes for Business Insider. And it's a test to find out if you're an ambivert, an introvert, or an extrovert. And being an ambivert has its advantages. Being an extrovert, an introvert, everything has its advantages. But being an ambivert, some studies suggest, can make you a better salesperson or more emotionally attuned parent or spouse. And I would argue a a more emotionally attuned entrepreneur. So let's, so once you find out, are you an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert? I think that's step one. Step two is how do you network? How, how do you network successfully amongst your peers, amongst people that you don't know, uh, going to conferences, going to, uh, maybe business meetings within your community or your city or your town? How do you network effectively? So let's take an example. I'm going to just give you guys a whole bunch of examples here. So one example is you're going to a conference, whether that be a physical therapy conference, whether it be multidisciplinary or something completely outside of the physical therapy world. So what do you do? Let's say you're not going to know a single soul there. You're going in on your own. Let me give you some tips that I actually got from my friend Chris Winfield, 
the other day when I ran into him at the gym, random. Um, so what he said, and it's something that I've done in the past as well. So you look up at, you look up the conference that you really want to attend because you feel like this is going to be the thing that helps to push your business to the next level, but you don't know anyone. So look up the speaker list. Find the speaker, look at the speaker's bios. Who speaks to you? Who do you feel like you would have instant rapport with? And email that speaker. Tell them, hey, listen, I'm coming to XYZ conference. I'm really excited. Um, I hope to meet you there. Uh, And then hopefully you'll get a response. I would email several people. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And in some conferences, sometimes you can get um, an attendee list, but certainly look on those speakers. And then when you get to the conference, you don't really know anyone, you'll know the speakers who got back to you via email. You can go up and introduce yourself and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I sent you an email, I'm so excited to be here. And odds are that person will then say, hey, you know who you should meet? You should meet this person. And it works. I've done it. I've done it at conferences where I knew I was going and I wasn't going to know a lot of people and it really works. So that's a great option for your introverts and I'd say even your ambiverts. Now, if you're an extrovert, you can go to the conference, just walk up to a group of people and introduce yourself. Um, Or go up to one single person and introduce yourself. Me, personally, I don't know if I would do that. I'm the person who I like to kind of single out people ahead of time and then meet them when I'm there. That has always worked really well for me. It's just my comfort zone. If you're really extroverted, then you can just go and introduce yourself. I've been to many, many gatherings, um, not so much in the physical therapy world, but in the entrepreneurial space where people are super extroverted and they just come up and be like, hi, I'm so-and-so. This is what I do. What do you do? And then it ends up being a great conversation. So I think me personally, I have to do a little bit more of that, of just going up and introducing myself. So that's sort of conference-wise. So you get to the said conference, you get to maybe it's a, a meeting of local business people in your area. You have made some connections You get some business cards. You maybe put their info in your phone. What do you do next? The most important thing of networking is follow-up. So maybe you spoke about something and you said, as you were speaking, you said, you know something? I think I know someone who can help you with this, or I think I may have a solution to your problem. Can I grab your email? Send them an email the next day that says, hey, it was so great meeting you. I just wanted to follow up with X, Y, and Z. Here's the link that I think might help you. So you're kind of entering into this networking relationship coming from a place of giving. So you're looking, when you go to these events, it's not about looking for what these events can do for you. It's more about what can you do to help the people at this event better their lives. And everybody has something to offer everyone else. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you're a seasoned entrepreneur. Same thing if you're just starting out as a a physical therapist or a PT student or you're a seasoned physical therapist. 
you will always know something that maybe someone else doesn't know, and you may be the perfect piece to kind of complete their puzzle. So you've met people, you've followed up the next day, and then try and maintain that relationship with that person. And it doesn't mean that you put them on your mailing list and they get 5,000 emails a month. It means that you know, you think of something that maybe they would like and you shoot them a quick message. I used to feel really weird about doing that. I used to think, oh God, I hope I'm not going to be a pain in the ass or they're going to think I'm some like crazy stalker or psycho. And in the end, they don't. People appreciate the fact that you're kind of going out of your way to keep them in their thoughts. And you remembered maybe things that they needed and you're trying to fill that space. So always, always follow up. Okay. So that works whether you're an introvert, extrovert, or ambivert. A follow-up is mandatory. Then as you're following up, you start to develop a relationship. Then you can say to this person, especially if they're in your area, hey, would you like to meet for a coffee? I'd love to hear more about what you're doing and maybe how I can be of service. And then that starts a friendship. The best referrals, at least with my business, and, and I've heard this from many other people, come from friendships come from a mutually beneficial referrals and networking. And so if you can get from the point of going to a meeting or a conference and knowing no one to coming out with a few people you follow up with, and then maybe you have even fewer people that you meet one-on-one and you maintain that great relationship, that's someone who is going to refer people to you. They're going to talk positively about you in the community and with their friends. And that is a huge deal. So if you're going to conferences or meetings, try and follow those steps. Email people ahead of time, especially if you don't know anyone. And if you do know one person there, great. Go up, find that person. And then the two of you, sometimes there's power in numbers. You can kind of go around and meet people that way, or they may be able to introduce you to people and vice versa. So one, single out some people that you want to meet. Two, get their information, talk to them at the conference, come from a place of how can I help versus how can I take. Three, follow up, follow up, follow up. And four, take that follow up and move it into an actual relationship, a friendship, because that's where the referrals are going to come from. And on that note, we're going to take a quick 45 second break for our message from our sponsor, FreshBooks. A huge thanks to FreshBooks for sponsoring today's episode. The all-new FreshBooks makes ridiculously easy accounting software that's completely transformed how freelancers and small business owners deal with their day-to-day work. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom-built for exactly the way you work. The all-new features include professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds, set up online payments, and see when your clients have seen your invoice. FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, just go to freshbooks.com HWS and enter healthy, wealthy, and smart in the how did you hear about us section. And it's ridiculously easy. I have been using it. If I can use it, you can too. And now back to today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chapter 4 of the PT 
Side Hustle podcast series. In the first half of the podcast, we spoke about how to network at events, whether you're an introvert, ambivert, or extrovert, and how to find out if you are one of those. You can go to the show notes at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com, and you can take the quiz, which is through a Business Insider link and was developed by Daniel Pink. So you can find out what kind of person you are, and maybe then it'll make it a little bit easier for you to approach your next business gathering. Okay, now in this half of the podcast, we're going to talk about how to get to those summits, those conferences, those meetings. So let's say this isn't something that's in your hometown or in your area, and it involves travel. Or let's say it is in your in your area, but it involves a high fee. You know, a lot of these times conferences and summits can be very expensive, whether they're in the PT world or I highly suggest you go to some outside of the PT world as well. And they can be really expensive. And if you're just starting out with your PT side hustle, maybe you don't have the money to go to all these places. I totally get that. So what can you do to better your chances of getting to these conferences. I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with Dr. Liam West, and he spoke about some of the things that he did to get to over 60 conferences when he was still in medical school and still maybe a first-year doctor out of school. So what you can do is if you know there's a conference you definitely want to go to, and it is a yearly conference, maybe you're too late this year, But for next year, what you want to do is you want to write the conference organizers and ask, hey, do you take volunteers? I will help set up booths. I will help put together your swag bags. I will be a volunteer. I will run a microphone around the audience. I will do whatever it takes to get to that conference. And because I am currently running a conference, the Women in PT Summit, I welcome volunteers We have four volunteers, all students and all coming for free for the day. So they've saved money and they get to be part of the audience and get to participate as well. And so if you know there's a conference you want to get to, you got it. You got to write the conference organizers because as a wise five-year-old once told me, if you never ask the question, the answer is always no. So put yourself out there, ask those questions be pushy. See if you can be a volunteer. Do whatever it takes to get to that summit without A, having to pay anything at all, or maybe coming at a really reduced rate. So I think we have to get to the conferences before we can start worrying about how we're going to connect with people at the conferences. Okay. The last thing we're going to talk about is once you meet people Let's say you they refer people to you. They've referred patients to you. They've hooked you up with other people. They're master connectors, right? We all know those people who are master connectors. I like to think I'm a sub-master connector, you know, because I know a lot of people and I love helping people. I love connecting people to other people. So if you met someone because of your networking efforts and they helped you get, get some money, get some patients, what do you do? You send them a thank you card. You can either do it in person, uh, an actual written card, an actual written note in the mail, or you can send them a virtual card or an email. I personally am a huge fan of the actual written thank you card. Um, and I think it gives it a little extra something. And believe me, that person is going to remember it. They're going to like you for it. And they're going to continue to refer more people to you. And all it is is a simple thank you card because we don't get that enough these days. So 
just to recap, uh, how to network, how do you get to conferences to do the networking, and the follow-up, the follow-up, the follow-up, and the thank you cards. So I hope you guys got a lot out of today's episode of the PT Side Hustle, and I hope you can start implementing some of these tips and tricks ASAP to start growing your business even more. And I, of course, want to thank once again FreshBooks for sponsoring today's podcast. They're offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial, so go to freshbooks.com slash HWS to take advantage of their free 30-day trial today. Do it. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a great week, and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.